Frequency Cast Update. Hi, this is Carl. And this is Pete. Each month we bring you the Frequency Cast podcast, our tantalising take on technology. The mini show you're listening to now is designed to keep you updated while we're busy working on the next show. Yes, indeed it is. So, um, update me. Right. First of all, let's talk about our friends at Global Radio. Do you remember them? Remind me, what did they do? Global Radio own most of the UK's commercial radio stations now. Oh, yes, that's right. So that's why we're all listening to the same thing on every frequency, aren't we? Yeah, and what's the name of the thing we're listening to? Heart. Spot on, Heart. So Heart rebranded a load of their local radio stations, so they lost their own local names and they became part of the Heart brand. And fairly recently they shut down a few more stations just to make that Heart brand bigger. Well, guess what they're up to now? They're shutting down all of them and turning it into one big thumping beat. You have heard the news then. Well done. Uh, well, you know, no, I haven't actually. I'm just guessing. So what Heart's doing is they're scrapping the Galaxy radio stations. So the six Galaxy stations in Scotland on the south coast, Birmingham, Manchester, Yorkshire and the North East. They're getting rid of those. They're also getting rid of a bunch of their other local stations. So Red Dragon, Trent, Ram and Leicester Sound are all going. This is very sad. So why are they doing that? It's all part of their drive to make things cheaper to run and to have one consistent brand. So what they're actually going to replace it with is Capital Radio. What, from Heart to Capital? No, no, no. Heart stays as it is. Heart is going to continue to be the rival to BBC Radio 2. Capital is going to be the new rival to Radio 1. Right. It's like War of the Worlds, isn't it? Do you think they'll broadcast it? So there you go. So what Global has announced is they're going to create a new network called, rather catchily, 95 to 106 Capital FM, the UK's number one hit music station. And they're going to be a chart radio station competing against Radio 1. Now bear in mind they've already got Heart competing against Radio 2 and Classic FM competing against Radio 3. Talking about megalomania... I can kind of see what they're up to. They're also talking about keeping local programming for breakfast and drive, but the rest of the day will be nationally programmed. So all these problems we might get with our radios in the future won't be, because it's all one station anyway. Yes, indeed. You're talking about the FM switch-off there, aren't you? As if. As if. Right, next story. Who's your favourite sat-nav provider? Christopher Columbus. TomTom, of course, is the correct answer, as you well know. Oh, TomTom Columbus. That's him. They're bringing out a new one of their sat-navs. Now, we've got the Go range, the Go 950, 90, 70, whatever. This is now the Go 1000. There's probably some sort of cheesy joke I could throw in there, but that would just be so sad. So I won't bother. Good. We don't get complaints, as you know. Uh, So what the TomTom 1000 is going to give us is a 4.3-inch fluid touchscreen. So none of this just stabbing at the controls. We've now got an iPhone-like pinch-to-zoom, pinch-to-drag, proper reactive like an iPhone touchscreen. Why don't you just use your iPhone? Well, you can. There is an iPhone app. But this is if you want a standalone sat-nav, if you don't want to carry a mobile phone around with you. I do like having everything standalone. It's so much easier to carry a whole belt full of utilities. Thanks, Batman. So apart from this uh, fluid touchscreen, we've got an improved interface, context-sensitive menus, so you don't have these pages and pages of menus now. Uh, We've also still got the HD traffic, and they're offering 12 months worth of free traffic over the air so it just tells you conditions on your roads shares road data that kind of stuff very good uh which includes a mobile phone sim card so you don't have to worry about sticking aerials up or or anything else excellent and a new easy click magnetic mount so none of this sort of slide in sticky thingy on the windscreen anymore it's now a magnetic release Oh, excellent. And all this comes with a free can of shark repellent spray. Spot on. So you can now pre-order the TomTom Go 1000, and it's due for release on the 27th of September 2010. 
Off to curries we go. Off to curries we go. Right. Next, mobile phones. Who are you with? Borange. Right. Customers of Borange and T-Mobile will soon be able to hop between networks. Really? So, you know, you're with Orange. They recently merged with T-Mobile and they're going to be forming a new company called Everything Anywhere. Will that be Orange Everything? What about Orange Wednesdays? What happens there? I don't know. I think it'll be Everything Anywhere Wednesdays. Anytime, anywhere. So what is happening? Ahead of this proper full uh, major merger that happens next year, Orange and T-Mobile are shortly going to be able to share networks. So you're with Orange, you should now be able to roam for free onto T-Mobile, which actually gives you an extra good chunk of decent coverage in the UK. Well, actually, I must admit, there were limitations in Norfolk. So now Orange and T-Mobile merging together, it's only for the 2G side of their network. So if you've got a mobile data connection, you're not going to be able to do 3G uh, roaming across network. But for voice calls and 2G stuff, it's going to be pretty impressive. You do have to sign up. Although it's free, you do have to opt in so that you're allowed to roam across the other network. Right, okay. How do you do that? Was that going to be text to me as well? Uh, I'm not entirely clear how that's going to be done. I think you can probably do it through your shop or uh, from the website. So you can get this free roaming service and it goes live on the 5th of October. Well, no doubt they will text me and ask whether I want to opt in like they do most other things. Apparently next year, everything anywhere will automatically switch you between the two networks, which has the strongest signal strength mid-call. So if you happen to be on Orange and you get closer to a T-Mobile transmitter with a better signal, you'll automatically switch mid-call, which is pretty cool. Excellent. So there'll be no, you're breaking up going on. Fantastic. And the company should be merging their 3G networks next year as well. Thank you very much. Anything else you'd like to inspire me with on this update? I'd like to talk to you about Apple next. Okay. Hold on one second. Right, I'm ready for you. Two announcements. I know we have a lot of people out there that are not major Apple fans, but a lot of us are now listening to us on some kind of iPod or iPhone. So it's worth reviewing the announcement that we had at the beginning of September. A whole bunch of new stuff from Apple. We've got the iPod Shuffle, the little diddy tiny one without a screen. They've put buttons back on. You remember they removed the buttons? Oh, yeah. Uh, the buttons are back. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm pleased. So that's the shuffle. There's now the new look Nano. Do you remember the Nano, the thin one with the little screen? Oh, yeah. It now looks like that. Well, it's a little squarer with a screen. Yes, yeah, so we have a square unit. It only has room for four icons. It's a bit of an odd-looking beastie, but uh, very, very small. Uh, handy little touchscreen. Uh, not a bad little form factor, although it does look a little bit odd. Yeah, I prefer my creative zen to be honest with you, but it looks a little bit more like my watch screen. Um, then, of course, there's the iPod Touch. That's the thing that looks like an iPhone, but it doesn't have the phone in it. They've updated that to the new Retina display, which is the iPhone 4 display. And they've also added a front-facing camera so that you can do FaceTime video-to-video uh, -video conversations over it. Wow. We've also got something called Ping. I'm sure you have. Isn't that a Chinese restaurant? So this is Apple's answer to Facebook and all of the various social networks that are out there. And they're linking this into music. So you've got your iTunes store and iTunes on your mobile. You can share information about bands you're following, what you're listening to, share what your friends are listening to, that kind of thing. Clever boys. And the final announcement from them is Apple TV. Now, they had an Apple TV product out a while ago. We looked at it many, many shows ago. The new one is going to be smaller and it does streaming, so it doesn't have a built-in hard disk. And it's going up against the American competitor Hulu, which lets you stream content onto your telly. The competitor for us is probably going to be something like um, Project Canvas that we spoke about in the last show. I remember that well. Show 55. So there you go. That's the Apple TV. It's $99. It's going to be about £99 in the UK. What we don't know yet is when it's going to be available in the UK and what UK content is going to be on offer. So watch this space. Cool. As soon as we know, you'll tell me. 
One other piece of Apple news, the iOS 4.1 update is out. This adds something called Game Center, which lets you play games with other iPhone users, iTunes TV shows, something called HDR, which is very odd. What on earth is HDR? Okay, let me show you. iPhone 4, whipped out of the pocket. You go into camera, and this isn't going to work terribly well. What I'm going to do is take a picture of the studio wall. I've got HDR on. Now, what it apparently does is it takes multiple images at the same time and uses them to compare against each other to give you a slightly better quality photo. So if I now show you these two, so that's a normal photo, and that is an HDR photo. Oh, I see. It's more definition. So it's a slightly brighter but a sharper image as well. Yeah, you can just see it there on that whatever that weird patterny thing there is. You can see that is clearer on HDR. Yeah, very good. It also now supports HD video uploads. It fixes the proximity bug, which is where you had the phone to your head. You'd start pressing buttons with your cheek by accident. They fixed that one. Especially you with your big jowls. You know what? I'm happy. Thank you very much. And a couple of other minor bug fixes. So that's the iOS 4.1 update out now. Brilliant. What else? Now, normally, when we're doing these little updates, we have some show notes written on bits of paper, scrappily passed around to each other. What's different about today? Uh, we're using your Amazon Kindle. You're kindling it in your little hands, and we're having an Amazon time. <laughs> yes, so we're now a uh, paperless studio, and all the uh, show notes are being put together on the Amazon Kindle. If you haven't heard much of the Kindle, now I know we covered it in show number 55, but you and I last week sat down and we did a 27-minute Kindle review, didn't we? Good grief, I'll never get that time back. <laughs> so anyone thinking about getting the Kindle, we've had four people send in questions. We've done a special show just dedicated to the Amazon Kindle. We haven't put it out on our iTunes feed yet, so you're going to have to go to the website and find it. Just go to frequencycast.co.uk forward slash kindle.html where you can download 27 minutes of you and me free bonus material talking Kindle. And do you know what? It's worth every minute. I'd have given it another three. Uh, we were just out of budget. Right, is that it? Yep, it's time for you to read this bit here from the Kindle. Well, that's it for this update. Our next full-length show is due on the 1st of October. Visit www.frequencycast.co.uk to get in touch and to sign up for news updates. And be ready for our next tantalising take on technology. Please tell your chums about us and spread the word. Frequency Cast. Update complete.